0: Well, we're here with Eat scripture podcast with Eric and Gina Robinson, and we are continuing our series in Psalms. Mm -hmm. And we are today going to go through Psalm 19. Yes. Um, And so we're excited about that. We won't delay too much, but I just want to thank you guys for listening Mm -hmm. and for telling your friends about our podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, if there is any other way you'd like to be involved in our ministry, either by being a part of one of our study groups or um, becoming a partner. Mm-hmm. Just go to eatscripture.com and you can find out information. There's a donate button and you can um, find out if, if the groups aren't listed up there, right. just go ahead and send us a
1: send us a note.
0: An email and yeah. we will get back to you with times for groups and oh, what yeah. we're studying and happy to do uh, that. We would love to have you. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think with that, we should just get started Ready with Psalm 19. Sweet.
1: Because this psalm is fantastic and really has, um, it, it's just the poetry of it is beautiful mm-hmm. and the way it transitions from section to section. There's something to be said for that. We'll, we'll talk about all of this, but love the way it starts, love the way that it um, kind of moves through here and we see a lot of poetic thought, a lot of poetic um what would you call it? Like a little, uh, <laughs> the way poets use words and how they put them together. Um, we can see a lot of that coming out. If you kind of know the original language, like you've pointed out to me already, um, a couple things. So we'll go ahead and talk about that. But I think this is going to be a great
0: mm-hmm. psalm for
1: us to get into. Cause it has something to say about the whole spectrum of how God makes himself known to yes. us.
0: Yes. Um, how he's revealing himself mm, and yeah. speaking to us. Yep. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, let's jump in here. I think it might be good if we just read through the whole thing okay. to start. Sound okay?
0: That sounds great.
1: Yeah, let's just read the whole thing and then we'll break it down a little as we go.
0: The heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of
1: we'll we'll go back to verses one through six uh, one through six yes and talk yeah. a little bit there before we go on to the rest because this psalm is really broken into some very pretty distinct pieces mm-hmm. um and even in the hebrew you can see those pieces coming out but verses one through six is all about what we might call natural revelation right this is the revelation about god we get from just observing the world around us right. um, the
0: skies the heavens yeah creation yep. around us
1: right um, and so he talks about he starts it out with how the heavens are speaking declaring even uh of the glory of god right and he's, they're talking about the he's glory of personifying God. personifying the heavens yeah like they have a voice uh, and yes, they're just they have constantly... a voice
0: and they're speaking all the time mm-hmm. about the glory of god
1: yeah and, beautiful <laughs> and although we don't see it in a lot of our english translations and you and i don't we're using the uh esv as we're here on on our podcast but i don't know i didn't look to check and see if there was a good english translation that tried to maintain the Mm -hmm. chiasm here but it's a very clear chiasm so that just in that
0: very first verse in the first
1: verse right yes where it's where we are the heavens declare the glory of god and then proclaim his handiwork is what is in the sky proclaiming his handiwork the sky above does that um and so we've got this it's kind of hard for me to put it into real (laughs) clear english terms but there's this uh chiasm going here so we have a b b a framework that is set up and so sky goes with heavens and uh in a very but not in not in the parallel way that we look at in most of our Mm -hmm. bibles right? but that would put really kind of God's name in the center. Right. Rather, rather than, right, right now, it doesn't look like it's in the middle in our translations. Yeah. Um, but we would really see that more. Insert. And we're
0: only pointing that out because the beauty of this poetry in the Psalms mm-hmm. is unmatched. Right. It is brilliant poetry. Yes. and um, brilliant. Because it's, and it's perfect. And so it's speaking about a God who's perfect yeah, and unmatched. Yeah. And yeah. so the words themselves and the way they're arranged are speaking also mm-hmm. of who they're writing about. You know right. I mean, that's the yeah. whole point.
1: Yeah. It's a hundred percent. The point, the way the arrangement is means everything. It's also speaking like you're saying about the subject matter itself. And, right.
0: Huh, so the perfection so just, of the poetry screams about the perfection, yes, the of, perfection God of God
1: and what he's done to make himself right. known. That's wow. It's just amazing. The so if levels. you're
0: if you're not into poetry or words or whatever maybe this doesn't really <laughs> click with you but it is perfect and yeah. beautiful and so.
1: Now, interestingly enough that Hebrew phrase that starts this whole psalm which is in our bibles, the heavens declare the glory of God. That's mm-hmm. what it says. In Hebrew, that phrase, if you add up all the letters, equals 888. And y'all have heard us talk talk about this kind of thing before, gematria, where every letter has a number that's attached to it, and everybody knows it. Because they
0: didn't have numerals. Because they
1: didn't have numerals. So all you do is you add up the letter, you know which numbers on each letter. You add them all up, it equals 888. The reason that's interesting is because the Greeks did the same thing in the Greek, uh, in the New Testament Greek, where we read Jesus's name, his name in the standard way you would spell it equals eight hundred and eighty-eight. Right. Just right. the name the Jesus name. itself, eight hundred eighty-eight. Yes. That is crazy, Sam. So, so why do these two things? You know, and then we have a couple other phrases in the mm-hmm. Old Testament that also equal eight hundred and eighty-eight. But this is one of those. Um, another one would be from Malachi, "The Lord do not change." Uh, Mm -hmm. also equals eight hundred eighty eight. So, yeah, figure that one. I mean, let that one simmer around in your head for a while. But just the fact that this does is interesting. Yes. What's being proclaimed here? Is it the name of Jesus? I mean, there's this subtle implication that there's more. Yeah. Now, when I say and I said a well while ago about how it was the name of God. Well, it's not really the name of God in nineteen one; It's just the word God. Right. We haven't gotten to the name of God yet. I think he's saving that for us for a very important introduction when we get to verse 7. But right now, he's just using the word God, Elohim, which would be a much more all-encompassing term that could be used by other People, groups, whatever to talk when about they're talking gods, about their God. There, yeah, their, yeah their whatever. Um, but he's definitely talking about Yahweh. He's just not introducing him by name right. yet. He's holding that out. Right. Um, and then verse two: day to day pours out speech, night to night reveals knowledge. Oh, it never stops.
0: Right. When it's you think constant. about that, everyone in the, on the earth sees the heavens mm-hmm. and the yeah sun and the moon and the mm-hmm. you know stars and all of that so mm-hmm. he's never not speaking of his glory yeah. anywhere to anyone yeah. it's always happening
1: that's right always everybody hears it gets a chance to hear it can hear it all the time which goes to verse 3 too there's no yes. speech nor are there words whose voice is not heard right they are being shouted all the time I mean, right. his glory is being shouted all the which
0: time which is one of the cool things about that is that when we look at his creation and how it's speaking to us, mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the things we don't have to have a translation for.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean. That's right. You don't have to have a translation for that. Everybody <laughs> can pick up on All
0: that. our different languages, we still can see his glory mm-hmm. and the heavens are screaming it at us. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Oh, yeah. And uh, I think that that. That's the big starting point for this psalmist, David, that he wants people to know mm-hmm. is like everywhere his voice has gone out mm-hmm. everywhere, and there's nobody who's not in some way impacted by what the creation is saying about his glory. Right. So everybody's got access to that for sure. Yeah, he's gonna, Paul and
0: Romans would say the same thing. Oh,
1: he would absolutely yes. Paul, Romans chapter <laughs> two, again he's going to get into how everybody, everybody can have some sense of God and who he is and what he is given to us Mm -hmm. just through living in the world, just because we live in the world. We have a sense of that. Yeah. So the voice going out through all the earth, words heard to the end of the world in them, end of verse, I'm at the end of verse four here in them, he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving its chamber and like a strong man. Runs its course with joy. Um, you were telling me a little bit about this before we started. Yes, um,
0: I think the picture is of a bridegroom coming out from uh the tent where he has consummated his marriage. Yes, he's coming out feeling joyful and strong and right happy. Yes, and then like a strong man runs its course with joy, mm-hmm. uh, like a runner at these Olympic Mm. races or whatever and you see how they, when they're starting, they're slapping themselves, they're ready to go,
1: (laughs) they're all, all you know, stretching and getting
0: all ready, they're ready to go and that's how this picture is, the sun is,
1: is vibrant, yes, you know, wait to go out and scream, proclaim about God, about God, oh man, that's awesome, that's a beautiful picture, I just see that sun idea right there at the end of verse four, that he said a sent for the tent for the sun who's gonna and it's gonna come out like you're describing like a bridegroom. I see son and bridegroom come mm-hmm. together there and that of course takes my mind to Jesus. I think about the bridegroom, uh, that he is and there's this passage in Malachi four, verse two, that is very much seems to be pointing toward the Messiah that he's yes. gonna be the son of righteousness rising with healing in its wings. Right. We even see that wings.
0: in Isaiah nine. I mean, mm-hmm. this it's hinted at all through the scriptures that mm-hmm. Jesus is the light. Yeah.
1: He's and so, and, and he, he is and the
0: sun. That's at gonna, the end, there'll the be no dawn. more
1: sun because he'll yes. be the sun. Yes.
0: And yeah. So he will be the light. Sun, sun and sun. s o n. Yeah. I, I don't know that that's our English. Yeah, so that's that, a that very doesn't, English but Feels like it makes a connection. There yeah.
1: Somehow. Yeah. At least in our minds, it does. Mm. But I think on a medical, medical, <laughs> on a metaphorical <laughs> level, it does make a connection. And yes. that's the cool part. Yes. Yeah. I
0: think so too.
1: Love it. Um, so, nothing in, in that last line in verse six, too, nothing is hidden. From its heat. Yes. Nothing is hidden from so its heat.
0: everybody has an opportunity.
1: I mean, when you think about the fact that you can't live without the sun. We couldn't live right. without the sun. Right. Um, there must be some kind of heat. Even in the farthest reaches of the North Pole and South Pole, there's some, the sun is affecting it. There's right. no way to get away from it. Um, and so that makes a difference in the way our world works. You've got to have that if you're going to survive and so it's a beautiful picture that's being painted of just how important it is to hear god's word yes. because it's like that there the word about god because it's yes. like that and it impacts us It's this
0: light and heat and yes everything. yes
1: makes it possible for life uh so we'll go on now i think to verse seven and following do this second piece of the psalm
0: okay
1: so when we get to verse seven through really verse ten, it becomes a block on its own. Um, we could say seven through nine, which is what some say, and that's very legit, legitimate because the way it reads, uh, it, if you were could looking easily, at it, in easily Hebrew, see it would
0: make more sense. But
1: yeah, now verse ten has the same number of words in its lines too. But what they don't do is they don't each contain like a phrase about the Lord in each of the in in verse 10. Right. But they are still about God's revealed word. Yes, the special revelation that God has given. And so what we were talking about in one through six was natural revelation. Everybody gets to see and it screams the glory of God. Right. In verse seven, we immediately go into and then there's this special revelation that speaks God's word. And it really gets us into who God truly is. And I think that's why we start using the name Yahweh at this point in verse 7.
0: Right. We've so been, Yahweh is in each verse. That's right. 7 through
1: 9. Uh, we've been talking about God, and now we're going to talk specifically. I mean, um, So God is the, everybody could see God. Israelites, though, have his special revelation, the actual words he wrote down for them. And Specifically that is the where Torah. they get to know. Yes, exactly. So we're really pointing toward the Torah here. And that is where they get to know his name, who he is, really come into close contact, intimate contact with him through the law, through right. the law of the Lord, the right. law of Yahweh. It says in verse seven is perfect. And then we he use, starts using all of these different synonyms for the law. the So law, testimony, precepts, commandments, rules, all of these are synonyms. Fear. Interestingly enough, <laughs> verse 9, yeah, of all the things he could choose to use as synonyms, one of them is fear. He uses, so all these others seem, these are very uh, easy for us to understand why you would use these as synonyms, probably, right. when we're talking about the written word, but he uses the word fear also as a synonym in verse 9 of this written word, so that's a very interesting thing for us, wow, oh, right. to think about the fear of the Lord being talked about as a synonym for, for god's word right. well coming so it's reverence type mm-hmm. idea i don't think you're afraid per se you're not scared to death right. but you're giving your heart over to him in reverence right. in uh yeah respect and mm-hmm. uh, that's really what's going on here so the the fear of the lord the word that causes us to be in awe of him That is what we're talking about. And it describes it
0: as being perfect, sure, Mm -hmm. right, pure, Mm -hmm. clean, and true.
1: Yes. So six, really, six times he uses the name the Lord right in quick succession here, Mm -hmm. followed by that adjective that goes with. The law, the testimony, the precepts, it's perfect, it's sure, it's right, just like you said. It's pure, yes. it's clean, it's true. So, you, without any question, it's so easy to see how these are mm-hmm. connected. This is an obvious block of mm-hmm. material. Okay. The interesting thing is, also, if you were to simply count words in the Hebrew, you could see how clear the block is. Because in verse 7, those there are two lines Uh, like it's written out in the ESV so that you can see four lines in verse seven, but really two lines that are the thought continues in, and each of those lines has exactly five words, a three and then a two, a a three
0: three and then then
1: a two. two. Yeah. So the law of the Lord is perfect. That's three words. Reviving the soul. That's two. So and those go together. That's yes. two two things that go together. Then I jump to the next one. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Three words, and then making wise the simple. That's two words in Hebrew. So three two three two. And it then does I that all through, the way through verse yep, nine. All the way all the way through verse nine. So I have six six couplets, each with five with five words each. Three yes. and and broken into a three two three two three two three two three two three two. Three, two. So it's obvious that this is made to just be hand in hand. Uh, a, and, and oddly enough, then I get the same thing in verse 10, even though it doesn't contain the Lord. This is the strange thing about 10. I am still talking about his word clearly yes. in verse 10. It just doesn't contain that name of the Lord here. But it does keep talking about his word. And I do have exactly 10 words in this verse Mm -hmm. exactly i think it's a
0: perfect like a bridge verse
1: Mm -hmm. to the
0: next part yeah Uh, it is talking about the word but it's still um but it's kind of taking us into another section
1: yeah moving toward how much Mm -hmm. saying how much a person should desire it right so it's a kind of like you're saying bridging between the word maybe and those who need it it's or kind of this, it,
0: or... the verses seven through nine, especially are kind of a hymn of praise, celebrating what the Bible is and what it does mm-hmm. or what the law, mm-hmm. uh, we we can use the Bible in those terms as well, but yeah. it's specifically talking about the Torah here. But...
1: Yeah, right. Um... So now that we get to this, just so you know, there's a there's a there's honey re- this honey reference to the, what the word of the Lord is. We find that also in Psalm 119, 103, that the word is like honey. Uh, in Ezekiel 3, 3, the word that Ezekiel is given to speak is like honey. Uh, in Revelation 10, 9 and 10, John picks up on that mm-hmm. again. Uh, and we have the word equated mm-hmm. to honey. So I think those aren't the only references, actually. I think sometimes when it's talking about honey it's really talking about the word and mm-hmm. we need to look closer at the story and watch what's mm-hmm. happening and get a better understanding. Right. Oh, Hey, there's God so really, really wants them right. to listen to his word.
0: So the law revives the soul, makes the wise, simple, rejoices, the heart, mm-hmm. enlightens the eyes mm-hmm. and endures forever. And yeah. it's righteous altogether. Mm. Some pretty major stuff there. I think on that reviving the soul, it has the sense of, um, resetting it mm-hmm. like like it's new again. Mm-hmm. So I think about how we reset our electronic devices when they're not working. Yeah. So that they come back <laughs> to their original settings. Yeah, yeah um, back to
1: original settings. so they can finally work well. How many again. of us
0: haven't wanted to go back to our original setting. Exactly. When we feel like we're carrying and, too
1: much crud uh, and everything's getting in the way, we yeah. just need to restart. Reset, but it says
0: you know. the law of the Lord can do that. It's yeah. perfect and it revives the soul. Yeah. Um, enlightens Beautiful. the eyes. I love that. It's like making our eyes shine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right. Um, yep. Anyway, all of these things are just amazing. Even the rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether in there. That's kind of a, uh, in a sense of judgment, mm-hmm. but um, like there's no special interest groups that can pay him off. Right. That can pay off this, this law. Yeah. This is, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah. And it's not going to change. And I just, it's beautiful.
1: It is. Gorgeous. So if we
0: go on and about the more desired than gold, even much Fine, even much fine gold. Right. Um, so it's more desirable than money, any amount of money mm-hmm. or things um, mm-hmm. that we we think are important. But oh, this is so much better. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the honey, more than even our sensual pleasures, how mm-hmm. much we enjoy having something sweet or just the the whole picture is things that make us, the sensual things that make us feel good. Oh, yeah. That. Right. The law is is greater than
1: anything that Um, you can think of to put in that place. It's
0: experiential delight.
1: Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, then we're going to move into kind of a little bit. This is our final section, our different, little bit different slant as we go into verse 11 and following. So let's talk about that next. So as we go into verse 11, then we've got, this other shift that's taking place so that now we're talking about what that word then does for the one who's close to God in it.
0: Right. And how exposure to God's word can transform our lives mm-hmm. and how it has transformed David's life. Yeah.
1: Right. David here being the writer. So he's talking about what the word of God has done for him and what it can do for those who get close to it. Mm-hmm. So by them, your servant is warned in keeping them. There is great reward. Oh, it's what, it's what actually keeps us in line. And, and through it, we, we are, yes, we get great blessings. Um, it gives us boundaries and we also get great blessings by staying within those boundaries.
0: Um, so most of us know that if we're very old, we figured out that boundaries are a (laughs) great blessing. Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) Really want to have those boundaries. Um, and so in verse 12, when it says who can discern his heirs?" that's, his own errors. Yes. What person is able to discern his own errors? Well, nobody wants to admit no. they We they lie to errors. ourselves all the I mean, time. Exactly. That's right. But the Lord of, uh, the word of the Lord keeps you honest. Right.
0: It'll you know, shine I mean, a lot uh, of truth and clarity on yep. your life. And,
1: um, yep, Declare me innocent from hidden faults. That's mm-hmm. what David wants. He wants to, he knows there are hidden faults. He knows right. he has things that he can't see about himself, right. but he needs needs the word of the Lord to give him that insight so that he truly I mean, can be
0: walking We need to pray that, you know, that God would shine a light on our the things that we mm-hmm. are blinded to. Oh, man, we do. Absolutely
1: ourselves. do. I want That's what we should be praying that prayer mm-hmm. for sure. Yes, God, show me. Show me where I'm messing up because we are, like you already said, we will lie to ourselves at every turn. Mm-hmm. We can make it. We can justify any action we want to take. As being good and right. Right. Um, So verse 13, keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. That's what we do. We presume we, we make presumptions uh, that take us into sin just because we want to do them. We want
0: to. They're flagrant. Yeah. Public. And um, usually we were just talking about boundaries, but this is when you step over the boundary
1: Mm -hmm. in
0: disrespect. Yeah. You don't care about the boundaries you've gone over them anyway.
1: Yes. Let them not have dominion over me. They actually take dominion over you. You're not the one in charge of yourself. Then your sins are really just leading right. you around and you're doing
0: exactly. whatever, you
1: know, just which is what Paul, thing. you know, then we go forward to Paul again in Romans chapter mm-hmm. five and sin is the taskmaster. Sin is the one that's actually controlling you. Uh, and you're a slave to sin Sin's the one who's telling you what to do and you're doing it. Um, And there's, oh, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. We all, you know, no matter what that may be. And
0: David had certainly been there.
1: Mm -hmm. uh, Yep.
0: So he needs, he's realizing his need for what the scriptures can give him.
1: That's right. So only then will he be blameless at the end of verse 13. And innocence of great, innocent of great transgression. It's only when he really lets the word control his life, give him, set his boundaries, be, make, make things clear
0: for him. And I do have to say where it says, then I shall be blameless. That is not perfect because we've already seen that he's not been perfect. Yeah. Um, But it's uh, seeing who God is and trusting Mm -hmm. him to take care of our imperfections. Oh, yeah. And asking him to do that.
1: Yeah. That's where our, quote, blamelessness comes from. Yes.
0: We're on our own. We can't do it. Right. That's what this is saying. We can't.
1: Right. Blameless is what he does for us because Mm -hmm. we stay close to him in his word. You know, that. Uh, yeah, beautiful. Well, then we get to verse 14 and it's got a great way to wind up for us. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to your sight. I mean, he needs, he wants the words that come out and the very thoughts that are deep inside mm-hmm. his inner being.
0: Mm-hmm. Which Keep are, those
1: acceptable.
0: Right. Because if, if we foster simple thoughts mm-hmm. or what, that's where it takes root
1: in our yeah. thoughts
0: and in our. words
1: yeah and these are the things that other people wouldn't know right you know other people don't know what i think in my heart or how i you know but david's very concerned about that those should be acceptable too that it's not about being righteous before people it's about god the 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 innermost thoughts of my heart being righteous before god that's what i want i want you to make sure that stays true too so to the very core of our beings
0: we need to be transformed Desiring godliness, and Mm -mm. we all should be desiring that through and through.
1: Yes, hundred percent. And then he closes with Yahweh, my rock and my redeemer. Mm -hmm. If you noted before, when we were at verses seven through nine, we had Yahweh used six times. So, as a good Jew, now I'm kind of like on the edge of my seat, waiting, waiting, waiting. Don't leave it there. He gives it to me (laughs) in the very last line of his of his psalm. He's like, "Oh, here's your seventh one." Now it's perfect. Now this is oh the beauty of this psalm just comes full circle, becomes truly complete now. Yes. Yahweh seven times, he is the perfect and complete rock and redeemer. He's everything we need. Yes. Um and so
0: and of wow, course we get all rain. of this um really in its fullness through Jesus. Mm-hmm. He is our yeah. rock and redeemer, right? And he has done all of these things, and so we see that. Mm-hmm. Not only do the heavens declare his glory all the time, but oh my goodness, the word that he's given us mm-hmm. is invaluable. Yeah. It's worth more than gold and yeah. sweeter than honey. And it will help us to um, see our errors mm-hmm. and our faults and to become blameless yeah. Oh, yeah. before him.
1: It is what a gift we have. What a crazy, amazing gift we have, which is what David wanted to write about. I mean, what a, what a crazy gift we have. Um, well, man, we really thank y'all for listening. We're right at the end of our time. Really appreciate your time and attention. Share with anyone you like. Share on social media or just send to a friend. And uh, we are totally looking forward to keeping going with you yeah, next Yeah, we'll be time doing
0: Psalm 22 next. Ooh, so I read do ahead. not
1: have any idea how we'll get through in 30 minutes.
0: we we'll <laughs> see what we can do.
1: So... Great to talk to you all. Have a terrific few days and we'll be back with you soon.